This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 043, Waterfall. Waterfall is the second track on Face the Music. In the liner notes for the 2006 Face the Music remaster, Jeff Lynne said, Waterfall is a bit of a favorite of mine. The song was released as a single in 1975 on Polydor in France and Australia. In 1975, promotional copies of the album were pressed without the string interludes and introductions. This made it easier for DJs to queue up songs for airplay. On November 17, 1987, when the album was released on CD, the promo pressing was accidentally used. Those discs were quickly yoinked from the market, and the proper album with the orchestral intros was released. In 1999, Waterfall was sampled by Jera the Namaha for their song 99.9% and by Pac FM in 2006 for I Can't Win. Your musical expert is on the air. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsenson. And Waterfall is weird for me. I don't mean it's like some sort of crazy Frank Zappa odd thing that kind of makes you dog staring at you while you're naked kind of weird. I mean, it's weird because... I like it. I don't have a problem with it. I think it's a perfectly good song. It's pretty. But every time I hear it, it's like, okay, I've heard it. I don't really feel like going back and listening to it again. I liked it, but okay, we're moving on. It's sort of like a a nice person. A really nice person. You don't hate them. They're nice, but uh, it doesn't really leave much of an impression on you. I mean, to me, this has always been a pleasant song that's stuck between Fire on High and An Evil Woman. And the weird thing is, I liked the instrumental that's a bonus track on the Face to Music remaster more than I liked the one that was first released in 1975. I don't know why. Jeff's voice is perfectly fine on the song. It's not like it's anything annoying or that he does anything stupid or anything like that. I don't know. <laughs> I just The first version, it's kind of like, okay, that was nice. But the second version, this instrumental version... I like it. It's one of those Jefflin ballads that makes me swoon. So I don't know why one is kind of, that was nice, but the other is, oh, that's so dreamy. I love that. So I think part of the problem with Waterfall for you might be because it's kind of a step backwards. It sounds like one of the better songs that would have been on On the Third Day. And it doesn't sound like something that is more on the 1975 side of Electric Light Orchestra. That said, 
I really liked the song. There is a Beatles-ish tone to it, but it isn't overpowering, or you can't really think in your mind, oh, this sounds specifically like this particular Beatles song. So still has that tone to it, but it's got its own thing going there. I think part of the problem, though, is it's kind of weird to follow up Fire on High with something like this. It is a nice song and everything, but I think it belongs somewhere else on the album. Maybe. I mean, as for On the Third Day, I think of heavy cellos, one violin, songs that kind of plod. I think this one, sonically, it sounds better, and it's got the full orchestra. As for placement on the album, I think it's fine where it is. You get Fire on High, which is just such a fantastic rocking out song that you kind of left feeling drained afterwards that you kind of need to calm out for a little bit before you get to the next song, which is the pop hit from the album. I mean, I can kind of see it as maybe being sort of a Electric Light Orchestra 2-ish if they stripped away the, the big orchestra. But I don't know if I can see it being on the third day. I really enjoyed it, though, both lyrically and musically. It does actually catch your ear when you're listening to it. I can understand why it wouldn't have been a big hit, because by that point, everybody's going, okay, so what's the follow-up to Can't Get It Out of My Head? Yeah. And even though, from what I understand, this was a minor hit in France and Australia. Yeah, it was released as a single there. Lyrically, I think it's really pretty Roy Orbison-y. The message of the song, at least to me, anyway, seemed to be saying that Love is an illusion. It's not really there, but you know, you kind of need that illusion with your friends and lovers. Otherwise, what's the point of being here? Yeah, I can see that. Plus also, he's he is going for that type of vocal again on there. Yeah. I think somebody said this was a bit country-ish, and other than a little bit of the guitar, a slide on the guitar, I, yeah, I don't really see this as being country. Uh, no. This is pretty much a standard rock ballad. Um, Country-ish? Maybe where the string break is in the, the middle of the song? I maybe kind of like a very slow, slow hoedown kind of thing. I'm not seeing it. I'm really trying to stretch it here to see well, where could it be country-ish, but I'm not... Uh, I, this did not strike me as country at all. Not really whatsoever. In fact, if anything, I was going to compare it to anything else. I mean, right before we got started on this, I'd been working on cleaning up my vinyl version of Dark Side of the Moon mm -hmm. so I can have those songs on my radio show again. And the intro to this, all of a sudden I'm thinking, huh, it's Floyd. <laughs> right after listening to a bunch of Floyd, it's, oh, it's Floyd. I can see the intro being Floydish, yeah. I think that it combines a number of different elements, and as a whole, it's actually a really good ballad. I think I might like it a little bit more than you do. Mm -hmm. It's not just the nice guy that gets friend zone type of song, <laughs> but it is the occasional drinking buddy type of song, <laughs> more like it. Right. I mean, I like it. I, I got no problem with it. It just, for some reason, it doesn't stick with me. It's kind of like I always forget. It's like, oh yeah, Waterfall. Right, that's on Face the Music. Got something to say about Waterfall? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. Great moments in electric light orchestra history. And speaking of names, 
What about Electric Light Orchestra? Jeff Lynn, who should know, is somewhat evasive when you ask him why. Well, why not? Whose idea was it? No one really knows. You always like a joke. I can't, honestly can't remember who thought of it now. It was either Roy or Joe. I'm sure it wasn't me anyway. And we, we sort of laughed at first. We thought it was sort of a funny, you know, play on words type thing. But uh, we realized that everybody would start calling us ALO anyway. What's in a name anyway? A good one in the music business makes people stop and think, hopefully on several levels. In this case, an electric light could mean a good idea. The obvious meaning is an electric light orchestra. Uh, electric light being electric light fitting, you know? An electric light orchestra. Which we do the motif of an electric light that has always been around with us ever since, virtually. And the other one that people probably don't think of so much is an electric light orchestra. Um, and like a light orchestral group of people, a light orchestra, uh, which is obviously electric these days. So we call it uh, an electric light orchestra. If you enjoy this podcast, please show your financial support through our Patreon page, patreon.com slash ELOPod, or through PayPal, ELOFTMPodcast at gmail.com. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I loved it! Can you believe it? Wow, she liked it! Taste the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment Assorted Deli Meats Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word about the show by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast and get some goodies at patreon.com slash ELOPod. Next week, episode 044, Evil Woman. <laughs>